Croatia underrated. Episode 15 of season 2. Folk customs. Lucy's little Christmas. Pozdrav i dobrodošli. Hello and welcome to Croatia underrated, your uplifting dose of Croatia. My name is Eva and I'm your host. I'm back with some more Croatian Christmas customs. I do hope you survived the St. Nicholas Eve. You don't know anything about it? Well, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, make sure to go back and get to know the ahem, fun traditions related to St. Nicholas Feast Day. For those of you who did listen to it, I hope the last episode didn't scare you off and that you came back for more unusual Croatian traditions. So let's meet Saint Lucy. Oh Lucy, what a lovely name. How do you imagine a Lucy? In Croatian, the name is Lucia. Or in some parts, Luca, Luce. Svetlana and Jasna are also considered to be variations of the name. Svetlana is a word built around the Croatian word for light, svetlo. Jasna is built around the word clear, not clear as transparent, but as in seeing clearly, understanding something clearly, speaking clearly, that kind of a clear. Now really, how do you imagine a Lucy? You might have heard of her as the protagonist of the famous Italian song Santa Lucia, I remember Jerry the Mouse from Tom and Jerry singing it. <laughs> what? It's the season to be jolly. Many nations across the world have certain folk customs related to Saint Lucy. Sometimes they're not even aware of it. For instance, you might have heard about the 12 days of Christmas concept and you haven't even realized that the 12 days start with St. Lucy's feast day, December the 13th. Or you might be familiar with the northern Yuletide traditions. Again, there's the significance of the 12 days before Christmas. Some parts of Croatia distinctively classify St. Lucy's Day as the beginning of Christmas tide. This day in a year is in some parts of Europe known as Little Yule and is celebrated as a festival of light. You might have heard about the Swedish customs of honoring St. Lucy by putting a wreath of lit candles in little girl's hair. That will always seem a bit dangerous to me, but I guess they know what they're doing. I choose to leave the candles out of my hair and to go to a place where I feel much safer to Croatian traditions related to St. Lucy. I'm only kidding, there's nothing safer about them. Unless you think that scarring children for life is a good idea. You'll find out soon what happens. I already mentioned some light-related traditions connected to St. Lucy's feast day, like the ones from Sweden. And they are obviously leftovers of her name, derived from Latin word for light. It seems that the name and some of the traditions related to the saint come from the old Roman solar goddess, Juno, also known as Lucina. The significance of this day is clearly in connection with the fact that St. Lucy's Day was on winter solstice, before the calendars switched from the Julian to Gregorian calendar. It was therefore the shortest day of the year back in the day, the day when the sun gets reborn and the wheel of the year starts its circle once again. Little Yule, indeed. 
In some parts of Croatia, the name Mali Božić, Little Christmas, therefore, is used for St. Lucy's feast day. No wonder there are so many customs related to light. In the October episodes of this podcast, I prepared a bunch of Halloween specials. What I didn't tell you back then is that Croatian Halloween is, in a way, in December. They used to carve pumpkins with scary faces or gourds right on St. Lucy's Day. Teenagers used to carry around carved pumpkin lanterns doing their best to scare the smaller children and succeeding in that. Now that you might have remembered some association of St. Lucy, let me ask you again, how do you imagine any Lucy? Now let me tell you just how the Lucy looks like in Croatian lore. Just like St. Nicholas, Lucy is a gift bringer. It's another one of those days of joy for Croatian children. Joy with a twist, I'd say. Luckily enough, usually it's not the same parts of Croatia that give gifts for St. Nicholas and St. Lucy's. Because I'm sure the kids wouldn't survive both. The custom I'm about to share with you still exists in some villages, but we can generally call it pretty much lost. I wonder why such a lovely opportunity to, I don't know, discipline children? (laughs) What was wrong with people back in the day? A little warning, the next few sentences might be a bit disturbing for some. But hey, if you let your kids listen, at least they will appreciate your family traditions more. The tradition goes like this. Saint Lucy visits the homes, one after another, each house in the village. Someone dressed as Saint Lucy, that is. To look more like her, the person is covered in a white sheet like a ghost. Lucy carries a silver plate in front of her. On that plate, there is a pair of freshly picked pig eyes. Yes, a real pair of eyes from a real animal. (sighs) She pretends it's hers because Lucy lost her eyes. I don't even want to imagine it, let alone live it through. Oh, forget about the presents. You can keep those apples and walnuts for yourself. Lucy, just don't come any closer to my home. That's what probably kids thought. There are several versions of her legend. One of the versions claims she cut her own eyes out because she was devoted to God and couldn't find other way to lose this man who wanted to marry her. Other version says it was a part of the torture she went through before she died a martyr death. As with St. Nicholas' customs that I talked about in the previous episode, we don't really think a lot about where did the customs come from. We just follow them. But when we start think about them, we might think that some customs are really ancient. One of the most widely spread custom connected with St. Lucy's Day is uh, weed planting. This is still practiced in most of Croatian homes. And it might come as a surprise that this is not as old as uh, other customs, which are actually facing oblivion. The particular tradition of planting Christmas wheat got implemented into Croatian folklore just about the time when Croatian national renaissance took place in the 19th century. Households began to decorate the wheat with a three-color string, symbol of the nation, and this is still quite common. However, the symbolism of planting the wheat goes deep back through time. It is connected to the end of the year greenery and its symbolism of eternal life. Hey, I think you might have gotten me all wrong and you might be thinking, 
Wait, everyone does it? Is that legal in Croatia? Yes, it's perfectly legal and you can get the Christmas wheat in any store and in December. Hey, it's wheat. W-H-E-A-T. <laughs> Nothing to consume. Anything else that sounds similar is still illegal in Croatia. So what we do? We put the seeds in a plate or a bowl, sometimes place a tall candle in the middle of it and sprinkle it with some water regularly, all the way till Christmas. There is a superstition that it foretells the amount of material wealth in the following year based on its condition on Christmas. If it's healthy and bountiful, then your wallet will be nice and fat throughout the year. Mm, that superstition is probably not true, since my wheat grew wonderfully last year, which didn't quite correspond to the income. <laughs> which reminds me. If you go to Croatia underrated website, you will find the buy me a coffee button. Please support the show if you like it and if you can through this popular tool for creatives. Oh, and if you can't afford to do it uh, this year, maybe you can do it the next year. Just plant the wheat and take good care of it till Christmas. With a handful of seeds of Christmas wheat, we entered the magical zone of St. Lucy's Day. That day is the perfect day for divination. Maybe this divination part has something to do with Saint Lucy being a guardian of the sight, and that includes the inner sight and the divine one. So here are a few more instructions on how to foretell the future on this day, other than Christmas wheat. Let's start with the most complicated one. It's complicated, but you'll soon be convinced that it's worth the effort. What you should do? You should start making a small wooden three-legged stool on St. Lucy's Day. Work on it every single day so that the final touches would be done precisely on Christmas Eve. It has to be made out of a single piece of wood, nothing else, no nails, no bolts. Now that you've finished it, take it to the church for the Christmas Eve Mass. Stand on it and you'll be able to recognize all the witches that are present. You must be ready to flee in that very instance because the witches probably won't be happy for being exposed. I know this sounds incredible, like it's probably just a story, but I've personally met people who tried it in the past and their accounts were crazy, crazy. It really was a thing back in the day in some rural regions and let me just remind you that Croatia is still pretty much a rural country. Let's head on to the next fortune-telling trick. This one used to be for single ladies only, and I'm going to tell you the traditional version. Traditionally, write down names of 11 guys, guys you know, on 12 pieces of paper and fold them. Each day, randomly burn a piece without checking the name. You do have your fireplace, right? Just toss it in. By Christmas, you'll be left with only one piece of paper. It will unveil to you the name of your future spouse, if any. There's an empty one, remember? But for that magic touch, don't unfold it until the midnight mass starts. Feel free to update this custom as you wish. You can write down any names you like, it doesn't need to be just for ladies and only male names. I think it's okay to update it. We've updated it anyway by writing down wishes. Think of the impossible. Write it down, and at least one of the impossible wishes might come true next year. 
Here's another one for the ladies. I'm sure you're all eager to know how agile will you do with your knitting and embroidery. St. Louis has got an answer for you. All you have to do is try to bring some embers on a plate into the house without scattering any, and whichever womanly crafts you try next year, they will be flawless. Other than that, make sure not to do any of them on the very St. Louis's feast day. Any handwork today might piss Lucy off and she might turn her back on you. Moths will get it and destroy it, anything you do. And she might as well leave you blind because that's what you get when you disrespect Saint Lucy. She might sew your eyes like the other mom from Coraline. All those beliefs made a perfect excuse for women to get some rest from the chores before the Christmas frenzy takes over. And finally, a lesson in meteorology. Sparkle some salt on 12 slices of onion. After 12 days, right on Christmas, the state of the slices will forecast the weather of each month on the forthcoming year. If the slice is nice, so will the weather be. If it's rotten, sunny days forgotten. I hope you found some useful tips in today's episode. Let me just wrap it up for you so you can get ready for marking St. Lucie traditional Croatian way. In short, remember, it's a day when absolutely all of the chores are forbidden. In fact, any work, just lay there and do nothing but fortune telling. Have a lot of lights all around you. And there's another chance for you to scare the kids. Have fun! There's more where this came from, more fun traditions related to certain dates and certain Christmas saints. But I think this was enough for this year's season. Let's continue this set of Christmas specials with something else, another quick creation class. In the next episode, there will be nothing scary at all. You will simply learn the names of the holidays and the common holiday greetings. Hum, if you don't know creation, this could be a bit scary, but let's try it. I look forward to that and hope it will be fun. Now let me get on to my Christmas weed. Wheat! Christmas wheat! Oh no, St. Louis' stories got me all confused. In the meantime, do slušanja!